The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who gonna this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Corner Last of the Sports Talk. It's Monday. Feels like a Monday. Make it move. Make it move, Monday. Grumla Sports Talk, Grumla Shea in the studio. I am. And well, 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 what do we have here? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you, Ange. <laughs> Dougie B is Hashtag. in the studio. Hashtag, oh. thank you, Ange. Yeah, thank Kurt you. has some, uh, he's replacing Kurt. Kurt has some things to do. <laughs> yeah. Feels good to be back in here. I forgot how cold it is in here, though. Man. It is freezing cold. I left the door open so it can uh, warm up a little bit, but... but. Dougie B, that's the voice you hear. He's he's not on the line. You don't hear any babies crying. Dougie B is in the studio. I'm in. Had a good live. Uh, had a good event last night, by the way. I did man. It was a good turnout, man. And uh, it was fun. I, I got exposed. My game got exposed. Shows uh, yeah, hadn't yeah. been out on the course for a while, but other than that, man, it was it was a good time. And uh, you know, like I said, man, the, the Special Olympics Arizona, they're one to uh, how you come get out involved. How you get involved with Special Olympics? You know, it's really, me personally, just through my work, um, but with Special Olympics, that's a good thing. You can always go on their website. You can always donate. They've got a lot of events going out through the year. Obviously, we're teaming up with them and the uh, Maricopa County Sheriff's Office. So they're putting on a lot of events. The Top Golf um, is going to look like doing an annual top deal. So yeah. the first one's always kind of rough, uh, but I, th- I thought it was a good showing. They came it, out on it top. Was. We had fun. I so had fun. appreciate that. It was a good time, man. Um, those who came on time had a great time. I had yeah. a great time. You had a great time. We're going to talk about that For a your little bit. 15 minutes you were there? Yeah. My 15 <laughs> minutes of fame. Y'all, y'all, y'all re- saw the development, <laughs> though. It, your replacement. We were hoping you continued to be late. She she, she held it down. She was pretty good. What was she, she was my coach, Melissa. Melissa, was, yeah. coach Melissa was, cool. was nice. Yeah, she was yeah. cool. I know she can actually play. Like, yes. has, well, and she had foot surgery too. When? Just just came off of it. That's why when her husband Kyle, uh-huh. um, I asked if he wanted to play, and he goes, "No, nah, she's not going to be able to. She's just kind of hanging she, out. She could play." And and come, he I didn't see any signs of foot surgery. No. Not at all. I didn't see any signs of foot surgery. But the, the event was good, man. I appreciate you inviting us. Uh, Special Olympics. Yes, like You yes. go to the website and donate. Uh, Doug put on a good event. He did it pretty much by himself. There were some people involved, but last minute getting it done, like you said, yeah. first event. I couldn't tell it was bad or not. I, we, yeah, I know right. we had a good time. Yeah, I mean, the food was great. The atmosphere was good. Everybody had, yeah. I mean, get some, some good raffles, and they did a 50-50. They took the potato chips too soon, though. I turned around, they were gone. <laughs> I tell you what, I don't know we about your... We're talking Topgolf. Uh-huh. <laughs> Topgolf do do things like do that. Do they? Yeah, they pull the food quick. Yeah. Wow. Get it while you can. I didn't know that. But I'll tell you what, I think my <laughs> drinks are weak. Huh? I, my drinks are weak. I don't know about yours. Well, you're drinking soda. He's <laughs> in the Moscow Mule with... Uh, with uh, Jameson. Jameson. Tell you. Patrick Cunningham, you're 280, Doug. I'm 250. He's 280. 255. You look 280. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome eight 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 three four six nine one four four. You know the show how we go. You know we be talking nonsense, but here we go with some sports. 
I want to start with baseball first, and we're going to be in and out of this. Uh, I don't have my, uh, we don't have our residential baseball expert in Junior Spivey um, in today or calling in. I think he's traveling. But uh, it, the decision, last year this time, the Kansas City Royals was the hottest team out. They didn't lose a game until what, the World Series? Yeah. They didn't lose a game until then. Uh, but I do want to talk about uh, the suspension of Chase Utley. Chase Utley, slides into, he slides into second and and breaks Ruben Tejada's leg. But the slide, now um, during the game, the, the, the umpires, it was just a baseball play as they saw it. But watching it on film and the commissioner's office and the baseball commissioner's office, they say this is a two-game suspension. I wonder why it's just two games. I mean, he I know he's in the World Series. You can't take, well, it don't make sense to take one of your top players out, major league top players out, um, during a World Series time because baseball want their numbers too. They want their TV revenue. They want their they want it to be viewed. But the Dodgers, Chase Utley slides into second, breaks Ruben Tejada's leg, and only gets two game suspension. Do you guys? I don't know if you guys seen the play or not, <clears throat> but it is a it is a trying to prevent the double play. It is one right. of those plays. He's trying it's, to prevent the double play, but he goes out his way. And I've seen this year quite a few times, and we don't talk about we didn't talk about baseball enough this year like we done like we did in the past. Mm-hmm. But this year, I've seen it quite a few times where you trying to break with the d- double play because that's what you taught. But you're going after these guys' legs who's vulnerable. They they know you're coming, but you're going after these guys' legs. And he's broke he's broken uh uh Ruben Tejada's leg. And it only gets two games. Should it be more? First and foremost, I think he should be in jail right now for the it way was, he. It was criminal. It was it was criminal ish, and it was it was terrible. Uh, the outcome was terrible for Tejada, and now he has to suffer and you know miss the rest of the playoffs per se. They make it to the World Series, but um, the two games is is well deserved. Um, it should have been more, but due to you know them not punishing guys like you said, the season it, you see it occur all the time, and. This was the first time I actually seen them take some type of suspension um, level, some type of uh, punishment. Without, so, it, without it being steroids or, or exactly. HGH or something like that. So it was finally cool to see a rule um, being tended to. Um, but at the same time, it sets the tone for the rest of the series. I think even going into next season, finally, with this occurrence, you know, because I, I think it's a terrible idea. I think it's a terrible play. I get the concept to break up a double play. I get it, but this, this is all they've been doing since they were kids. It's, it's yeah. terrible when, right? And it's bad as if when like you're not even sliding towards the plate, you're directly going towards the player, and that's how obvious it was with Chase Utley. Yeah, when it's happening real quick, you know you don't see it, but the umpires, yeah, I think they should have tossed them out the game as soon as it happens, as soon as they see a replay on it. I think the replay system will be intact in these little moments. Hopefully, it goes well. You know, hopefully they don't take it too serious. Or don't make too many mistakes in the future, but um, two games is, is is big. It's huge in the playoffs. Um, I think it's it's the right move for well, now. It, it, it could have been worse. Like if they were punishing guys during the season, this suspension would have been for the rest of the playoffs. The way how bad this was. But right now he's playing though. He, Chase Utley, yeah, he's playing. He's, he's suspended for games three and four. Yeah, it's the three and four he's suspended. But but this is a this is a, a rule. Now the officials should know this. It's kind of like football when we go to this football and you have the Seattle uh, batting the ball out of the, out of bounds. You're supposed to know these rules as you go on. The coaches know the rules, and the coaches bring it to the attention of the referees. But then they get in there a huddle and they have no knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. So this is a baseball rule, rule five dot oh nine, a thirteen which is designed to protect fielders from precisely this type of rolling blocks that occurs away from the base. 
Because once the shortstop, and this is the shortstop, this is the New York Mets shortstop, this is an all-star, Ruben mm-hmm. Tejada. This is an all-star oh, yeah. guy. Everyone knows your shortstop is pretty much your quarterback. You got the um, the uh, the back catcher and your shortstop. That's your brain cells right there. And your center field. This rule was designed to protect those guys from that. And you get you take another all-star out. You don't slide. You don't continue to slide and roll into someone's legs and end this guy's. We don't know how he's going to come back. You'd like to think, young guy, Tejada, you'd like to think he's going to come back healthy. But this should never hopefully. happen. This should not, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Because when, we talk, never, cause never when we talk 100%. about football, we're going to talk about uh, Lamar Charles when we, when we get to that and his ACR. But something like this could have been prevented. And the, the fact that the rules, the, the officials didn't know the rules, the umpires didn't know the rules, and say, you out of this game right now. Had he been out of this game right now, he probably got four, two, three games. So he's just only missing three and four of this series. Yeah, and if if you haven't seen that play, uh, it, I'm watching it right now. He was about three feet away from second base. That's just that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you can't no. You can't and, slide and directly into the player. How do you not know that as an umpire? That, how can you not see that yeah. when you're right there on top of it? I don't. That's that's a part I understand. So uh, yeah, Utley. He intentionally went after him. Don't give me the breaking up the play because that's if he slid into second base and it happened that way. Yeah, it's it understandable. On, yeah. It's just one of those unfortunate type injuries with baseball breaking up the play. But even so, right now with Utley, he's able to he's appealing the the he, decision, and so he can play until that, the that's done. Yeah, but exactly, and he's only appealing it for that reason. Exactly, but he so knows he was wrong, and that's why I don't agree with baseball. And I, I think it, it pretty much NFL MLB. NBA is all the kind of the same. It, if you appeal your suspension and you're able to play until that hearing, that's stupid. It, exactly. That's Why? Stupid. No, yeah. you go if you if you have it suspended, you get suspended. If you appeal it, I mean, I understand with the logistics of it. If the hearing, then get the hearing done right away. If you're going to suspend a player, make that hearing. No, ninety nine percent of the players out there are going to appeal whatever punishments been given to him. So make sure right when you put well, that suspension they, the down. The baseball have to have someone in place right now. If you're going to appeal it, we go into the office right now. Exactly. And we bringing you in. Yep. And, then, and us bringing you in, you might have to miss a game. Exactly. Because you want this appeal to, you want, you want to appeal right away. He calls this, this is a rule. Yeah. Like even if, even the players are supposed to know all the rules. That's what, it makes the game, yeah. it makes the game better. It keeps you out of trouble. You, you're very conscious <laughs> of, oh, I better not do this. Oh, but every, but rules, they not they designed to keep the game intact, but those those who the rules apply to, we're trying to walk that line of breaking the yeah. rules oh, and yeah. not getting in trouble. And this is what and he that's did. any sport, yeah. any sport you're trying. Yeah, to. any sport. Look at the New D line. Patriots. You're trying D line. You're trying to line up as close to that that little invisible line as you can without jumping. Exactly. You know. All right, let's get into some. Uh, we'll we'll follow that. We'll see what happens with that. We'll probably get uh, one of our baseball guys to call in. Ohio State, Baylor, TCU, Utah, Clemson, LSU, Michigan State. I can't believe Michigan State is seven. Florida, eight. Texas A&M, nine. Alabama, ten. I'm, oh my goodness, Alabama, ten. What happened to Michigan State? They were they were five. They were four. They was three. They undefeated. Mm-hmm. It is it really, Michigan State is six and zero right now. Is it really how you beat teams now? Because it used to be, you know, you undefeated. Back in the day, it used to be okay. We got to put up. This is when the bowl was prevalent. We got to put up 50 points on or 60 points on a team right. just so we can get in a good bowl, and it draws yep. crowds. It don't draw crowds. If, you, if, you, if your fans travel like Notre Dame travels, 
fast travel, yeah. and that's what's going to get you in a big bowl because Notre Dame was 6-6 six and six Look, and yeah. went to a bowl game. But Ohio State's still number one. They've been winning sloppy. Baylor, yeah. been, Baylor, thanks to Kansas, got moved up to number two. Man, did you see that game, that highlight? Nobody watched that game. My goodness, the highlights? Woo-woo. Let me see. Baylor what, is. Let me see what Indiana State. Baylor is. In bad. I'm going down this list, and I'm. But <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I don't see KU either. Well, well, but. KU ain't been there in, since nine. Look, you got Baylor, Kansas game. My goodness, that was, since was, Mangino. But ba- Beatty gonna get them right. Beatty gonna look, get these. You got right. Oklahoma right. State. You got Iowa, both undefeated, ranked lower than Stanford, who's four. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And because this is BS. But it's BS. It is. That's why I don't follow rankings anymore. Why not? Because it's stupid. What? You just saying that because Ohio That's State number one. Right. <laughs> no, I don't State think Ohio State should be Here, number one. Right. They haven't deserved it. I, I, said, right I said this about a decade ago, and this true stuff, true, uh, true come about a decade ago. I said this. Okay, I said this ten years ago. <laughs> I said this ten years ago. <laughs> here's a uh, which is a decade. Here's a uh, <laughs> here's what I said about the rankings. You can have some pre rankings coming out before the season even started, but the rankings should come out every. Four games. It should matter every four games because you never know what's going to happen. For example, yeah. like when Alabama lost, they were ranked. What were they ranked two? It was behind Ohio State. Ohio State been the one all year. Mm-hmm. So in the four games, so now they are Alabama is five and one. They'll still be well. They were just been out of the number one ranking in our eyes and the perception because we didn't see them for four weeks for a whole month. They would have still been in the top five, but now having played six games. We wouldn't see another ranking for another two weeks. Yeah. I, so I just said, <clears throat> is this making sense? Or if I'm making sense, the rankings shouldn't come out. You got They got 12 games anyway. So it yeah. should be, and break it down in quarters, Yeah, four, 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 four. I mean, four, four, four. Get your final. Yeah, and get your final game. But yeah. none of these count right now anyways until for the playoffs. These are all just kind of for show now. Well, I don't know. It's well, conference play now. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's conference it play, but they now. have a whole different system now. I mean, but you still have to win your conference. But if you're number one, you're gonna get in the playoffs, yeah. or to get into a big bowl game. Period. It, you gotta because it's still big bowl games without the playoffs. Okay, system. Michigan go. Michigan State can go undefeated, but if, if nobody likes how they won games and they still number seven, they're not in the playoffs. No, but look at which I mean, is crazy. Look at Michigan State, they barely beat. If you look at all the victories they have, they're undefeated. Some games but, gonna be tougher than others. I understand that, but. Kansas might be somebody. This Oregon, year. they won by three, <laughs> and Oregon's unranked now. Oregon's falling off. Who? Oregon. Oh yeah. Well, then you have they, they beat the Air Force by fourteen. Uh, I mean, they still they Wait, haven't really. Now. Air Force is tough. Air Force is tough, but still, other than that, the only they really haven't had a tough, tough game yet. You know why people Rutgers? Have, they barely beat the Rutgers. Rutgers, are, they rank. Rutgers, Rutgers are, aren't ranked. They, I thought it was in the top no, twenty-five. The only the only ranked team they played so far was Oregon, and they're unranked now. So I understand why Michigan Michigan State dropped a few spots is because yeah you're still six and zero so you deserve to be up there but you haven't played a, qual- a top quality team now this coming up Saturday they play Michigan that's going to be their first test you know just like Ohio State Ohio State really hasn't played anybody the they, the people they've played and you know I'm an Ohio State fan I am nervous about Michigan and Michigan State games this year why. Because Ohio State has not looked crisp. Oh, you're talking about those two games against against Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Michigan State, their offense has been suspect lately. Their defense has been playing. Their offense has been suspect. But on Saturdays when they line up, to me, these are kids, young men, I should say. They are finding a way to win games. 
So they six and zero. They came into the season. They were like top five. Then they went to three: Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan State, arguably. And then you had Baylor, TCU. I mean, it was it was rota- alternating between who was three and four. I mean, if you ask me, it's, these are Michigan State victories that we're used to since the Mark yeah. D'Antoni era took over. Yeah, close. He's game. never yeah. been. He's never been blowing. I mean, he he blows some some of the smaller schools yeah. out. He blow. Purdue, he might get Purdue out. Yeah, and. But he he won those tough games. I mean, a couple of years ago he threw the, what the hail mary pass against was it Wisconsin yeah. and Nebraska in the same season. Like these are these Mike Fake Mark D'Antoni type field of games. Goal, yeah. Wins the game. I mean, he, he has offensive time. threats, but their offense, you know, they they tend to you know Le'Veon break you Bell. down on the run with Le'Veon Bell, Jeremy Langford. Mm-hmm. They'll yeah. break you down on the run, but they're not this explosive yeah. Oregon fifty points, you know, power point offense in. They played. They're known for defense. Michigan, I mean, Michigan is ranked number twelve because of uh, Harbaugh. Yeah. But he, but no, because Harbaugh. But they five and one. Yeah, he's gotten those guys to play. Yeah. That's why they rank. He's gotten those guys to play. And, and their one loss one. so far has been to Utah. Who Utah's number four, what four or five right now? Utah is or, number. With the current Utah's rankings. number four. Yeah, number four. They in the so playoffs, got, right? They're number now. four. Yeah, they're the number playoffs four. start right now. So that, 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 lo- and that they one should. loss is a quality loss. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what I consider a quality loss against Michigan. And that's a good loss what? to have under two, your belt right now. Two or three shutouts. Yeah, Michigan's you know, Utah. I mean, they're the way they're winning. Yeah, thirty-five seven. After that, thirty-five seven, twenty-eight seven, thirty-one zero, twenty-eight zero, thirty-eight zero. That's Michigan football. But the funny thing about Ohio State right now too is that press conference. With uh, Urban Meyer last night, they asked him about the two quarterbacks that he's using between JT Barrett, Cardell Jones, and he's an he, idiot. Just he pick met, one, and exactly. And I, the whole season, I said it should be JT Barrett. I still believe it should no. be JT Barrett, but he mentioned something in the press conference that JT Barrett's the better choice for the third down option. And that's why he's been coming in for the third down. Somebody came up and asked, "All right, well, if he's a better option for third down, why is he not the better option for everything else?" Right. He just kind of laughed and said. Hey, it was a great win. I'm going to uh, congratulate both my quarterbacks, and we're done. He couldn't totally. answer it. He couldn't, no, because he's an idiot. Yeah. He's an idiot. JT Barrett should be the starter. Nobody likes that guy, that coach for Ohio State. Urban? Nobody likes him. Nobody, yeah. Nobody likes that guy. Except for Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. You know Utah. Yeah, Tim Tebow loved him. Boy, they, they. Anyway, <laughs> you know Utah is right above Arizona now. You mean Arizona State? No, I mean Arizona, the state of Arizona. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. We're about to get in a fight in this room. Uh, uh, they, are, they are better than Arizona State. No, I don't think they're better. Utah? No. We're going to find out Saturday. Well, Because that's so, a big game. I'm not supposed to talk. We're going to take a quick break. We're coming back in. Utah? Yes. Yes. Utah, uh, not better than Arizona yeah. State? You'd know. We'd better be than right. the whole state. We'll be right back. We're talking about this. <laughs> We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Cause we're close to the edge. We're trying to See, they back there listening. They back there listening. This is perfect. Kwame, come on out, man. They got us. Yes, he does. I would never do anything. I would never do a crime with Doug. And not that I'm going to do a crime anyway. Because Doug would get caught. I'll get away. I'll be hiding. How do I? Why am I the one that's going to get caught? Because you're slow. I'm not And then Doug would get caught. I'm hiding. They're not looking for me anymore because they can't find me. I got away. Doug will say, come on out, Kwame. They got us. I'm already gone. They got you. That's why you don't do anything with anybody. If you're going to do something, you do it by yourself. And the conversation was, I got to go up to the school and talk to the coach, and I hope it gets, I hope it gets right. That's all I'm saying. The situation gets right. I hope the situation Close to the gets edge. right. Close to the edge. I'm not gonna. Pull, I'm not gonna pull a ditty. I'm not taking a five pound. I'm not taking a <laughs> five pound late. dumbbell dumbbell weight. What was it? It was a cowbell. I got these five pounds right here attached to my arms, right here. Put that work in it. Utah <laughs> is above the state of Arizona, and Utah is better than Arizona no. State. No, they are. They five. No. Duh, give it up. Because, are you talking just record right now? I'm talking about no Utah. matchup. No. <laughs> Team for matchup. Wait a minute. They well, I'm, won I'm the looking, game last season. Utah. Okay. No. ASU. You beat Utah last year. Look it up. Look, at look this. it up. You look it up. I'm not looking at you. Don't, you don't want to see it again. <laughs> no, I know we beat Utah. Uh, well, look at here. As I'm looking we at. Didn't ha- we didn't lose uh, to Utah last year. We won. We lost to Oregon State. Utah State. The team down south. <laughs> you know Utah State is pretty good. They won five nights. And UCLA. Those were their three losses last year. And you won that USC game back from this year. You, yeah, you, USC we, can say the so, same thing, but let's stay okay. on Utah for a week yes. today. Because that, that, that's, that is a game coming up Saturday. Utah and Arizona. The 17th. Right. 7 p.m. Utah, Arizona State. It's in Utah, right? And it is in Utah, mm. and that's going to be for the, the top of the Pac-12 South. It's not done. Done. But if you look, here's the deal, though. What's the deal? Because uh, I know Utah is ranked number four, and I'm going I down the rankings, and I don't see ASU anywhere. I got, I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't care no, about No, you're not. It. Yes, I am. See, you see, I got, I got friends like that. I got friends like this. They're fine with how it is when their team is not. But when their team is in, I mean, they won't shut up. No, because it seems when we're ranked, we lose our, we let our guard down. and See, it, it just, You're no. talking about the fans, right? No, I'm talking about the team. It no, just seems like the team uh, plays better with a chip on their shoulder. Speaking of fans, Tate said the fans abandoned him for the Lions. Go ahead. But if you look Take at Utah right now. <laughs> all right. I'm looking at Duke number twenty five. I don't see uh, ASU in, in here anywhere. They received some both. They yeah they got they're receiving Duke votes, five and one. Fine. Yeah, I remember Duke was uh, balling last year. Was it last year or the year before? They last won, couple they years. almost beat Florida they State. Almost beat, uh, was two Texas years, A&M. It was two years ago. They almost beat Florida State. They almost beat Texas A and M when uh, Johnny Football was out there. He had to make a good comeback. So so the team that beat ASU, 
Texas A&M. Right, right. Demolished ASU week now, one. Now, okay, we're talking number 15 nationally ranked coming out of preseason and, ranking. And I thought they should have been That's ranked. That's a lot of praise. I thought they should have been ranked 12. Oh, wow. I'm talking about when the season started. Really? I thought they should, no, uh, no, ASU. Oh. Sun Devils. What's on your chest? You know, here's the, here's the thing with ASU. They have, they have the talent. If you look on their roster, they've got the talent at almost every position. What killed them in the beginning was on the offense, Norvell trying to get a little bit too cute. Because if you see after that, but after that USC blowout, yeah, they went, they regrouped and they went back to the play calling. Where now some people are talking about because Norvell was up in the booth and not down on the sideline because they lost Bo Graham as his uh, assistant. That kind of killed her a little bit because he didn't have his eyes in the sky. And I think we've all played there as your coach, your offensive coordinator, being down on the field is so much different. Than him being up on the booth because you're able to better. talk with him. I think them. it's better if he's in the booth. I don't. I, I do. I'd rather as a as because I remember when I was coaching Deer Valley, my defense coordinator was down on the field. He had me up in the box looking at the offense and telling him what I'm seeing from up there. Uh-huh. But then he's down with the players and they're able to communicate. What are you seeing? What are you doing this way? I just think that dynamic is a lot better. The phones yeah. are for that. I can go there and call my. Yeah, it was only one yeah. phone. You can only but, talk to one person at yeah. a time. Yeah, that's all uh, I need to talk for the, to. But for, it, for your offense coordinator, to get with the group, get get their feel. Hey, what are you seeing? Stuff you know like what? that. I, I think, think it's predicated better. on what kind of team you have. If you got a that's what you I was got a veteran team and okay. ASU, if you, if you got a veteran team, then you don't need the coordinator, offensively or defense, down on, on the floor. On I the agree ground. with that. But look at what years is coordinators are all down there. What year is this with the offensive coordinator? Novell's been there for about what three, four years now. He's been there three, four years. So he's had yeah. these guys. So he for had three. these guys for quite Wait. some time. Majority, yeah, majority of them. So, but and like I said, the well, roster le- wise, leadership. Leadership. roster wise, yeah, roster wise, Arizona State has a talent, and, and that's why they were so so highly, you know, ranked. Um, everybody was talking high on them because well, it's kind of how they finished last high. year too. Exactly all that, and they. I mean, they lost Taylor Kelly. They didn't lose. They lost That's not a big Taylor Kelly, which wasn't a loss. Yeah. I, I think Burko's right there with them. Um, but, you you know, Demarius Randall, who's playing with Green Bay now, you had a big defensive loss there. They're starting to step up a little bit, but... Let me say some names. Let me say some names right here. Toledo. Ooh-wee. Toledo, Houston, Duke, Boise. These teams... Uh, Toledo is 5-0. and Houston is five and zero. Duke is five and one. Boise is five and one. Let me see what Boise State. Really quick, five Boise and one, State 21. five and one. If these teams were playing in a different conference, they'd be in the top ten. Yes, they'd be in the top ten, and but they have to play those teams right. that's in the conference. Like that's what. I'm like, like, be undefeated at that point. I, you put, it, okay, you put Toledo on the. Pac-12. I'm talking about, but I'm talking about you looking at the SEC? schedule. But you're looking at ASU schedule. And you're saying they have the talent. Well, these guys have the talent. I looked at Boise uh, Talent's State. everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. But you got to put them in the right place. And you got to have, right. and we were talking about the coordinators. If you got a veteran, you got guys you've been on that, on that team for three or four years, then you're bringing in the right guys and you're keeping guys that's in the state of Toledo, Ohio on, in, on Toledo's team and not going to uh, Ohio, Ohio State, State mm-hmm. or not going to uh, what's it, uh, Miami of Ohio and all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But. You, now you got talent. Now you can compete with teams, and now you can be mm-hmm. undefeated at this point. Like Demery said, we going to conference play now. Now you got to show up. You can beat those teams that's out of your conference. You you yeah. should. Yeah, the preseason games. Yeah, but those other teams that North Pre-season. Dakota, North Dakota, <laughs> Kansas, yeah. North South Dakota, Dakota came, State. Yeah, was it South? Was it South Dakota State? Yeah, South Dakota State. Yeah, they, South they beat Dakota Indiana State. State this weekend. That's 
That's to be expected. <laughs> I was for something. Yeah, that's to be expected. But they I beat just, Kansas. Hey, <laughs> they beat Kansas. What do you mean? They beat Kansas. They that's expected. Kansas. <laughs> what are you crazy? But to, look at you you better look be Kansas. At Toledo. They beat Arkansas. Of course, right. When Arkansas was ranked I mean, number eighteen, yeah, yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying. Don't but that's tell a, me. I mean, that's the only big, me, big win. They, 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 they beat Iowa State. Big win. They beat Iowa State. Yeah, they beat Iowa State. Iowa State. They beat Arkansas at Arkansas. That's, that's these are wins. But if they was if they was in those conference, they'd be ranked higher than that. But look at the rest of the schedule too for Toledo. They don't have any other. You're right. They have to play what they. I mean, yeah. Put up. That's what I'm saying. Put them in another conference. Let them ball out, and they got to get used to it. Okay, let's see. Here's like like Missouri left the Big Twelve, left the Big Eight, Big Twelve, Nana in the SEC. But then the SEC North, SEC North is not that tough. Who you guys? You still is Georgia in there? Who's the SEC North? That's not that tough. So Missouri came in and start. Wrecking shop in the, in the NSCC North, so and they won it two years in a row. Yeah. So Toledo goes undefeated this year. Do you think they deserve to be in the playoff? No, the p- top four. Um, not, I, I, not okay, no, no, let's Here, here's where I say no, real quick. But I say uh, I say this to that. I'm a coach, and I'm coaching Toledo. And I told these guys, come here and do what you're supposed to do. There's a bowl game for them though. They should be a big bowl game. They should be in. No question. Oh, yeah. a huge bowl. No game. question. But when you're talking about again the conference stuff, and I say this about Boise yeah. State. Boise State was beating all those big schools. But you kept saying it's Boise State and what, who they was beating. Yep. But when they played Oklahoma, Alabama, when they played those teams, they were beating them. So then we, we, we uh, realigned the conferences and we put teams like Boise State into better conferences. So they still winning. Mm-hmm. So you right. ask me if Toledo will be in the playoffs. No. No, no not at all. Because they should be undefeated. I mean, the, the they, teams they play. They, well, yeah. You have one quality win against They got two quality wins. And they get and they okay. only they oh, five and zero. Oh. Right. They got two quarters. Okay, they five you, and zero. Oh. Yeah, I got you. And they five and zero. Oh, and what did they got? Six games left. Yeah. So they should be in a big they bowl should, game. They should get a big bowl game. Yeah. There's that's nothing wrong with Toledo. And to go back with Boise State, I mean they had their, they had their chances too. They had their shots too at national championship game yeah. or national title championship game. But they'll take a loss in the in that conference. At play. the wrong They'll time. take a loss to BYU or yeah. against uh, yep. a Utah State. You mentioned and. That was just, like you said, at the wrong time. But Boise State, it took them years to finally get to their, to their shot at Oklahoma. And then they, they displayed, they beat them. It took them years to get their next shot against, you know, Texas A&M, whoever. Um, it took them years. Toledo, if no, they're not going to get to the a national championship playoff if they finish under this, under, undefeated. But give them two or three years of undefeated seasons. With Who knows? Win. With, Look at with Northern wins. Illinois. They were in a BCS mm. Big BCS game. They won three back-to-back-to-back MAC championships, conference championships. They had a great Heisman candidate quarterback. They had an elite team, and they got their shot. So it takes a couple years to build it up. So no, Toledo's not. I, I would be. I would be happy to see them in a the big bowl game this at the you, end of the season. You but s- you say their schedule is. Uh, they should win out from here on out. Yeah, they should. But I don't the know. way they've been playing. They took a couple losses to some of these teams last season. You know, but, it, I mean, okay, here's know. here they got EMU, I mean, ASU, B, UCLA. UMass. You know, UMass is not a. Uh, that's a. They got a nice. It's not a blowover, but the way Italy is playing, they should be UMass. Okay. Then the tough NIU, Northern Illinois. That that's, that's gonna be a good. They're one. Lo- they're looking good, yeah. And then CMU, who then, SMU? No CMU, CMU, yeah. uh, uh, Southeast C- Missouri, South Central, yeah. Central Missouri, Central Missouri. Oh, C- yeah, um, sure. Central Michigan, Bowling Green, which is good. No, is that Bowling Green? Hold it on. could be. BGSU. Ooh, it could Bowling be. Yeah, Bowling Green. Green. Oh, yeah. 
Man, They're I don't know about two. that. They gotta That's a rivalry that. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those schools are like 10 yeah. miles away from so one another. Right. They can win out. It's not going to be an, an easy task. But if you know you come and you beat Arkansas, you beat Iowa State, you should win. Regardless, a conference game is never guaranteed unless you're no. playing. Look at the Pac-12 <laughs> It's, it's right never now. guaranteed because Ohio State show. almost took a loss to Indiana, yeah. what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Like yeah. it's never guaranteed in the conference play. I don't care. Like you, you going against these guys. <laughs> it's your last year. You going against these guys three to four times a, over your career in college. Like mm-hmm. it's never a promise because you don't know how they reload it. You don't know who transfers in, and then you you go over your scouting report. You know it's schemes against different teams. Like oh, yeah, you know USC and ASU. You know they have certain schemes where ASU was not giving up a lot of points to USC the past couple of years, but USC found a way this season. And well, then they bounced ASU. back. ASU okay. had two, two big mistakes. But, they, that but it happened. Around. But it happened. And then no, you, they it, bounced it, back it, the next week against UCLA. And you and know that you, happened last year. Right. We, we got blown out. So you never US, know what you're going to play. And they so came these, back and these conference games are never promised. So you can't say. Well, look at look at they this. should do this. They should do that. Just look at the Pac-12. You never know. In you know a hole right now, the Pac. I mean, no no team is safe in the Pac-12 right now. No no team is safe in any conference. But no, Pac-12 usually has. They're not safe. And all how they got the target on their back. I want to really quick. So you guys are saying I I want to get this out real quick. So you guys both taking Utah this weekend over ASU? (laughs) Yeah. What are we? All right. On Monday, yes. I got to go through the scout report. I got to see who's injured, who's not injured, who's suspended. I don't know. I'm going on Monday. Who knocked the girl out? I don't know. I need to go see who shot in the door. Who shot who? Who stole something? I don't know. It's Monday, but as a Monday, I'm a little. Oh, I'm buying into the number four Utah Utes right here. Here's my answer right here on Monday. And they, they, I, I reserve judgment to change it because of all those things. <laughs> but I don't know because this idiot in South Florida just shot into a dorm. I mean, wow. why are these kids still stupid? They're having a good season this season. He just shot this into year. the dorms and he have no reason why they found the gun in his room. But So am I taking Utah right now? On Monday, yes, I'm taking Utah. Unless somebody, quarterback gets suspended. That, just that confident, man. What, what makes you so confident Utah will beat ASU? Because they better. They're 5-0. No, they better. I don't care about a record right now. You don't because you're talking about ASU. They know how to win, Because half the record doesn't even count for us. They know how to win. They just came off a huge victory First against Cal. All, and they got it. Cal, okay, Cal's overrated. And they got a home game oh, against the Sun He's making every right, excuse. Right. He's making they every excuse. They beat Michigan. Like, come on. Wait, they beat some good He's making every excuse to justify having a point that ASU is better. All right, so how many points are you going to take? I'm not taking a point. I'm taking a win and a loss. It's Monday. And it's in Utah. I'm making moves. I'm taking. I'm yeah. trying to make moves. Yeah, I'm make moves on Monday. I'm going as to a the, Monday. I think Utah will win. I, as right. a Monday and as of Saturday, Utah <laughs> gonna win in Utah. Willingham got the boys playing. He does. I'm going into the NFL. Doug, you picked Cleveland and Cincinnati to I win. Did I picked Cincinnati? See, but but oh no! But he picked both of them. You didn't pick both of them. Okay. But and but you know what? He, he has some losses too. But Go he ahead. but he's uh he a pending loss right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm undefeated right now. You like you like Doug. Come on out, they got us. <laughs> but Doug, keep betting with his heart. I mean, keep uh picking with no. his heart. Yes, you do. No, I do. You will not you will not pick against Ohio State. I will. Although you don't need to because they number one. But you don't believe in rankings. You don't care about the rankings right now. Uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland. ASU, you're not going to pick against those teams. I don't care who they play. Yes, they can play. Because the, I'm still I'm, ASU logical. Can play, ASU can play the Cardinals. You're going to pick ASU. No. Ding, 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 ding. You're going to pick ASU. No. If, I, if I truly, truly believe they're, they're going to lose that game, I will, I will pick the other it's gonna team. Be a, 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 do you believe ASU got a tough game against Utah? Oh, yeah. It's not an easy one by far. I, do I think they're going to come out on top? Yes. How? It's going to be. How are they going to come out on top? 
Because of, man. I'm asking how because I don't know. I mean, defensively, offense, special teams. Well, no, I just think, no, I think because here's the deal. Defensive wise, fork. Yeah, 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 defense wise, defense wise, Graham has got that defense under control because he's not. He's what he's doing now. Is he's not blitzing all out every single down. He's actually dropping people in coverage. So the defense is actually playing a lot better than they did the first half. You know, those first couple games. But then offensively, okay, you drunk. <laughs> you still drunk from last but, time. No, go back and film. Look when the first couple games, Graham was blitzing that defense every single play, just bringing the blitz, bringing the blitz, and they were getting exposed to it. USC, they were getting exposed. He finally stopped blitzing every single down and start playing more coverage. And then defense are getting picks, are getting stops, are getting pressure with the front four. That side of the ball is going to help. And then uh, uh, as far as offense goes, they just need to stick their game plan. ASU has the second most points. Scored out of the Pac-12 right now. Well, they have no defense then. Oh, you talking about the Pac-12? I'm talking about the country. You got to play the, the Pac-12. Utah's in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's how they're gonna. It's gonna I, I, that game. Either way, whoever wins is not going to be more than ten points I, on either I, side I, of the ball. I, I go with that. It's a tough so, game. Yeah. That's a good. That's it's, a good that's I honestly a think it's going to come no, back I mean, to, to a major turnover. It's going to be that how that team wins. All right, man. So you, you pick Cleveland anyway. and Cincinnati. I uh, did. Baltimore choke against Cleveland. Cincinnati. Josh McCown. Which is a good quarterback, a good service backup quarterback. He but, is. but he's what Cleveland needs. He's, he's, he's a Cleveland Browns quarterback. He's that type of guy. What kind of marquee guy are you going to get to go there unless you get him out of college and he spent time there? What kind no, of marquee? Not right now. Not even that. Not even that. <laughs> <laughs> but because you got to build Tim everything. Couch. you got to build. But no. even look, you, you, I, even I at that point, twice. look at Manziel. He's, he's struggled a little bit. He's not. He's not Marquis. coming out of college. He, he was. Everybody he was a Heisman winner. How's that not Marquis? Yeah, how, yeah. how more Marquis can you get? Let than me, tell you, let me tell you why he's not Marquis. He Matt won Liner? the Heisman. Okay. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, just because he, Matt Liner. Yeah, no. I what know. did he do? And he, was was Mar- he was a Marquis. Marquis. Uh, I'm talking about a, coming out of college. He was a Marquis. Who was the running back out of Alabama? Marquis. He ain't even playing. Trent Richardson? Trent Richardson. Where's Trent Richardson? He, he was a marquee guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's with, I don't know the Colts. He, no, he ain't in any He's with the Colts. Yes, he is. Look, Look at your own. You don't even know your own roster. He's not with the Colts. <laughs> he got released, I think. But uh, I'm talking about a marquee quarterback. Here's my. Yeah. His, and then he went to end the Colts. Stop. I'm talking about marquee, like, okay, like uh, uh, Andrew Luck coming out. That marquee. Andrew Luck didn't win the Heisman. But okay. he's, he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, but Johnny Manziel is not a franchise quarterback. But did you know Andrew Luck was going to be a yes, franchise quarterback? Everybody knew that before the first snap of his first yes, game. Everybody knew that this guy was NFL ready. Okay, he's going to be played in the NFL offense. Is that what you consider marquee? Marquee that because when I think of marquee, I think about what you did in college, did in college, and what you got going into the NFL. See, what you did in college don't even matter in the NFL. True that. That's what I'm saying. What you considering his marquiness <laughs> came from <laughs> his marquiness. <laughs> his marquiness <laughs> came what, from college. Because that's where he built his resume. We're gonna RG three, rookie year, amazing. RG three said, "You know what? I tell game this idiot said after game. You know what? I just won the Heisman, and he won the Heisman. I mean, who says that? Marquee that's why talent. he's not even dressing out for Washington. Kwame Lasa Sports Talk. Didn't I say Dougie B? Keep signing them studio. checks. RG three. T Richardson. We'll talk about NFL squad. on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back in. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. 888-346-9144. Kwame had to jump out of here, so he should be calling in soon, right? Should be, man. I think it just got too heated. He, had to he may need some backup. Yeah, I, told him, I told him to call. Let <laughs> me yeah, keep my phone on site. I'm going to keep it on vibrate. Right. I'm going to keep my phone on vibrate just in case call me. <laughs> need some backup. What? <laughs> just in case you need some backup. Hey, welcome back in. Uh, we're in our last segment. We were talking NFL before uh, we went to break and how Doug, you know, you, you took your shot, you took your chances, and, you know, they became true with the with the Browns beating the Ravens. I think I'm undefeated. Minus tonight's game. No, you did not go undefeated because you I picked did. the Chiefs over the Bears and the Bears beat the Chiefs. That's true. Okay. I think we all, we all took yeah. that tough loss. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, you're pretty marquee. Tonight's matchup, Steelers-Chargers, I think it's going to be a great game because the game is played in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um Mike Vick taking these boys on the road, leading the way for the offense. What are you looking to see throughout the, for this game? Because I, I want to see how Melvin Gordon will play. I want to see how uh, Phillip Rivers, you know, in this offense. I think Antonio Gates returns, right? Yep. Antonio, so Antonio that's, Gates, that's, his return. I want to see how he performs and how that defense can step up against that Steelers. Antonio Brown, how, you know, how can they hold that matchup? Yeah, I, what I'm looking for really is, is to see how Antonio Gates comes back, um, you know, with Phillip, how he's going to respond with having his boy back. I mean, they've been together for ever, ever. Um, so it's, it'll be good to see them two back. And then I and kind of a side note, not necessarily for the game, but I just want people to stop. It's Vic has done his time. Let him be a quarterback in the NFL again. People are still bringing up all the dogfighting stuff and all that. It's like, he's done his dues. People, there's, there's people out there doing more heinous stuff than he has. Okay. Let him just be a quarterback now. Let's get off that and let's focus on his game and how he's producing on the field. And that's the other thing is I want to see Vic just continue to grow week by week and just just able to see him get better and stuff. And hopefully some of that stuff in the past kind of goes away and people can start concentrating on the news about his actual gameplay mm-hmm. and not his past five years ago, whenever it was. Yeah, I do agree. Um, but – I don't think they'll ever go away because it's Michael Vick. And no matter how great he plays, no matter how terrible he plays, he's, that's always going to hound Michael Vick. It's not fair, you know. Kwame, I know you can speak on it being a Virginia guy. And you, oh, yeah, you know. I wonder, but you, you mentioned something. I wonder why. Here's, here's the one thing. I, I, I'll speak on that after I say this. I like to see Michael Vick get the ball from the center 
and give it to Le'Veon Bell and let that be what it is. I'm not saying he can't still do it as a quarterback. I'm just saying the strength of their team is their running game mm-hmm. and defensively, if all, defensively they've been holding guys once the offense has kept them off the field enough times. You can't be three and out, three and out, and expect the defense to continue with that band but don't break mentality. It just don't happen. These guys are too good. And San Diego will spread you out. You know they got Antonio Gates back. He's an older Tony Gates, but he's still Antonio Gates. So mm-hmm. I'd like to see him get the ball from the center and get the ball to Le'Veon Bell and let them run it. They lost a couple games. Well, they lost a game when they did give him the ball, and it was in the final minutes, and I, don't, I didn't understand the play calling. But mm-hmm. I'm not in their meetings. I'm not in their practices. So maybe they saw something that the opponent was doing or didn't do that they thought they could expose. On the other, th- on the other subject, another note that you mentioned, I also don't understand how people can't let things go after a certain amount of time. Yeah, everybody has dogs. What what happened with the dog situation? And, and it's crazy that we still hopped on this. And when mm-hmm. Michael McNair comes up, the dog uh, I'm glad he didn't go to the Cleveland Browns for the dog pal. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> here's, here's where you got to let it go. You got to let the guy be a quarterback. If he was doing any other job and wasn't making millions of dollars, I don't think a lot of people say a word. They don't think he should make that type of money doing what he did. If you go to any other state, I tell people, stop hunting, stop showing me pictures of you got deers in your hand. Uh, you got giraffes, sit laying next to a giraffe. And you <laughs> stop saying elephants. You stop sending me those pictures or tell those people, you shouldn't lie in it. You, you're doing all this other stuff. Right. You, go to some, you go to Florida, they uh, they fight, what is it, roosters or cocks or something like that? They fight birds. Yeah. You go to, in Virginia, we fight dogs. Mm-hmm. However inhumane it is, that's what they do, and they didn't know better. Right. If he knew better, I think they would do better. So let this guy make a living. Let this guy go out there and play. You, you, you boring people don't have anything to do, do but write off some chalkboard or write off some cardboard and go out there and pick it in because you want to be relevant because you're not relevant in what you're doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Steep. Mic drop. <laughs> right. Drop the mic. <laughs> let me pick that back up. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, no, that was, uh, you know, that was a great point. You know, he made he made a, a great point in that sense. Uh, moving moving on from other games yesterday, though, uh, the Bills bounced back. Um, Tyrod Taylor point. leading the way uh, against the Tennessee Titans. I told y'all that was going to be a tough game, yeah. But it's hard to win in Tennessee, and the Bills found a way. And Tyrod Taylor, you know, he looked great last yesterday. He he played phenomenal football. He got out the pocket, uh, got to running a little bit more than usual. Eight carries, seventy six yards, and a touchdown. I mean, he. It was great to see that explosion, and that's what Buffalo Bills, you know, uh, Rex Ryan noted, you know, that's what we are looking for Tyrod to do. Take the ball game in his own hands and be that athlete. You know, take it over, you know, if the passing game's not too well, don't be hesitant to take off. And that's the way, that's the only way Buffalo had the chance of winning yesterday. Right. I'd say those other two quarterbacks on that roster, they would not be able to come back from that game but win it. Tyrod was the best guy for the job. Yep. Yeah, and and when you're Tennessee and you're leading rushers, your quarterback at 47 yards, mm-hmm. it's hard to win games that way. Yep. Cardinals bounce back. Arizona Ooh. Cardinals bounce back big, huge against the Detroit Lions, even though they own five. I don't think they're own five football team necessarily, but the way they displayed yesterday, the way the Cardinals made them look, uh, they uh, they may not win a game um, <laughs> this yeah. season. The Cardinals definitely bounce back huge. You know, I was a little, you know, I, I chose the Lions because. Last season, when Cardinals took a loss, 
they let that loss hinder them for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I felt, you know, the Cardinals are not a great team when they're coming off a loss. I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Yeah. Um, a lot of people saying, you know, even Kwame mentioned last week, hey, relax. You know, they'll bounce back. I'm like, you sure? You know, because last season, yeah. they, they didn't look too well after they take a loss, Nothing. even a year before that. I, I, I would give well, that to you, you know, two you know years ago. You know why I said that, though, right? You know why I said that? Because uh, they, when you watch that game, uh, the St. Louis Cowboys that they lost to at home, mm-hmm. which was interesting itself, they still had a chance to win. Everything they was doing wrong on, in all phases of the game. True. Yeah. They still had a chance to win that game. Also, let's keep in mind that they were playing the St. Louis Rams. If you listen to the show, I talked preseason Lincoln and, and preseason teams. I talked NFC West. Mm-hmm. I said the if they can do some type of offense with the Rams, they have a defense that's comparable to the, the Arizona Cardinals. So True. defensively, they was wearing the Cardinals out. Yeah, they was offensively. They had they had Gurley come in, who's been sitting on the shelf for a while, you know, nursing a a, a collegiate injury, but making sure he's right with his hamstring. Right. This guy comes in and runs for 140 something yards against a defense that's supposed to be that defense, mm-hmm. one of the tops in the league. When you compare it to uh, the Patriots' defense and Seattle's defense, Seattle having the number two defense in the league, when you compare it to those top defense, well, those guys from St. Louis came out and played defense for defense with the Cardinals, but they had more offense. And I said, if they doesn't stay any offense, they would fight for that number two spot because I think the Cardinals will have the number one spot. And we look what we saw what happened to uh, the. Seattle Seahawks, Cincinnati Bengals, and I'm starting to think that Andy Dalton might be trying to put his name in the half MVP. Okay. Ooh. Okay, don't let Sheree hear he you say that. You know, <laughs> and I think last week with the Cardinals, too, I think they were a little shell-shocked against St. Louis. I think they were. They thought they were going to come out and just be able to pound over no, St. Did. Louis. I think it they did. The it was a conference game. It was a conference game, but I think they overlooked it I mean, just a little bit more. Game. But, I mean, they came back. That's a big thing. They came back, put 42 points on. Now, Grant, some of those points were just, I mean, the Cardinals' defense came out to play. Um, you know, I mean, Stafford, I think, was on the Cardinals' roster last, you know, yesterday as well. But if you look, I mean, look at Chris Johnson, what he's doing. Every week he is improving more and more. So you, now you have Ellington coming back. He had bust off a run. You have Chris Johnson, David Johnson, that rookie, and plus Andre Ellington. I mean, oh my goodness, that, that backfield is just going to be strong. And then that old line starting the game, those first two series looked poor. I mean, I was, I couldn't believe it. But I guess during the game after that second series, Bruce Arias got on their butt um, and they responded. You know, I think Palmer had the time and that running game opened up. And as long as that running game, and it pretty much goes with any team, but as long as that running game and that old line can help get that running game established with Carson Palmer back there. It's going to be a great game for them, Cardinals. He's going to be able to pick the defense apart. You got just talent on the receiver end for the Cardinals with Larry, both the Brown brothers, plus Floyd. I mean, our tight ends, you got two tight ends, great tight ends. I mean, this team is stacked. They just have to play their game, and they're going to win out the rest of the year. They might, maybe, I give, I give the Cardinals one more loss mm-hmm. because we still have to play. The Rams. We still have mm-hmm. to play Seattle. Yeah. One of the I, I just I still feel one of those Green two Bay. games. Yeah, and I mean because they, they, the the uh, NFC West is playing the whole NFC North this season. Mm-hmm. So you get a win in Detroit, and St. Louis takes a loss to Green Bay. So you still uh, they're still playing against that that uh, division as well. So that was a huge 
victory for Arizona this weekend against the NFC North team because that's the next step. You know, that's the next phase besides your division. It's how did you win against the other divisions that you know your division was playing? So uh, St. Louis. I mean, you mentioned a marquee talent. You know, with uh, Ty Gurley. I mean, he first two games back. I mean, he looks amazing. Last yesterday, thirty carries, one hundred fifty nine yards against a green in Green Bay. And you talk about that St. Louis defense. They were the first team since two thousand twelve to get two interceptions, not just one, two against Aaron Rodgers with Green Bay at home. Yeah. So St. Louis, you know. They, they took a loss 24 to 10 because Nick Foles is not ready yet. I mean, no. obviously, he, he threw. Yeah, and a, and a yeah. field goal kicker missed three field goals, too. That, too. Yeah. And, you know. And it, I'm also glad that streak is over. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can put that to rest because I, I couldn't stand right. I couldn't no. stand here and that's that. Like, no. who keeps track of that? A, Come on. <laughs> I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan, and uh, I'm just so glad that streak is over. Uh, but here's, here's what they did. See, the numbers sound greater. They said it went from. Uh, I believe it went from 400 something to 2012. 400 something passes or games, or was it what? Uh, what was it like 400 something pass attempts? Yeah. Then to make the numbers look good, to make Aaron Rodgers seem incredible, which he is, then it went from a 12,000, 10,000 yards or something without a interception. <laughs> you make the numbers greater, regardless, you're telling the same story. You just make the numbers seem greater, and it makes the guy who has the numbers. Seeing that that much better than anybody in the league. Aaron Rodgers is great. We know that. You don't have to. He's going to throw interceptions. He just don't throw him at all. Yesterday he threw him at all. He got two. He went. He got two interceptions. Gets a pretty good defense that we just got finished talking about in the St. Louis Rams. St. Louis Rams don't miss field goals. If uh, if uh, foes don't throw four interceptions, we talking about a different game. But these games happen. These things happen in football, and the quarterback should be turning the ball over like that. Right, and when yep. you lose a turnover battle, it's tough to win football games. Well, you know, the only reason why they're bringing up this stat is because they want someone else to take over that that NFL image because Tom Brady was the guy, and after yeah. the whole offseason incident, the they're looking for reasons to put Aaron Rodgers the guy. I mean, he's a yeah. great talent, but he, you know, he he, he doesn't have the wins, the Super Bowl wins, nope. as a Tom Brady. Tom Brady is balling this season. He's the yeah, NFL I, MVP. I, I, see, when, I say, when I say he's the best quarterback, I apologize. When I say he's the best quarterback, here's what I mean by that. He's the most talented quarterback. He's the most talented quarterback. If you go through the other 31 quarterbacks, none of them do it consistently like Aaron Rodgers does it. He's the most talented quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to even say he doesn't have any key receiver because he has uh, Randall Cobb over there. He has... He's, he turned Jones into uh, that guy. But there's other quarterbacks like Tom Brady who don't do it with a lot of big-name receivers, but he does it. He gets it done. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean when he's, I talk Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's the most talented quarterback. If I was starting my team and I had a chance between the, the five elite quarterbacks, man, Aaron Rodgers, hands down, would be my, my guy. Okay. Not, well, to, not to discredit some other guys, though. Yeah. Well, we got a couple minutes before break. I, I, I would love to talk about this, you know, the battle between Brady and Rodgers. QB rating, they're number one, number two. Brady at 121, and Rodgers at 117. Mm. Brady is number four overall in passing yards, you know, overall in the first five games with Andy Dalton sitting at number one. Um, Aaron Rodgers not even even in the top ten. No. Brady ain't throwing a pick. Brady Brady has, what, one interception this season? Has thrown for one interception? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers got now a couple. So, I mean, 
literally they are trying to take this reign away from Brady, which I understand why, but it's going to be hard. Stop, stop this. And like literally Tom Brady's out here killing these teams and gets no talk. He's underappreciated. They're like, oh yeah, he threw for 400 yards and had a couple touchdowns and that's it. But Aaron Rodgers is 19 yeah. for 25 and throw for 200 yards, yeah. two touchdowns, no pick. Like, because it's, it's everything that's been going on the last couple of years. some love though. But they tell me trying to make a story out of something that, you know, we can care less about. We know who's good. We're watching the game. We know who's good and who's not good. We know what quarterback is doing what for their team. And, and we just had this conversation with Doug. Doug's an ASU fan. He's an RSA fan. He's going to say everything positive and why his team should win. Because he can see, as, as a fan of those guys, he can see where they, if they do this, they do that, mm-hmm. they should beat a number four team in the in in country, in the world. Uh so we gotta make it. Me, I don't. I try to look at it all. I try to see it all and say, "Well, this team is just outright better." Now, if a lot of teams do this and that, well, they can beat those teams, like Detroit. If they don't turn the ball over initially, it's a it's a better game. If Detroit didn't lose last week's game, that would have been a better Detroit Cardinals game. If the Cardinals didn't lose last week, I don't know. Would they have relaxed against Detroit, or did they need to lose that game? Mm-hmm. Detroit lost that game. So you thought that would come out and play a little better at home. It's just, I mean, it's a lot of stuff you can add to it to make your team and, and, and make your points valid. But what it is, is we know we, we watching the games. We know who's good. We know Aaron Rodgers is very similar. Take Aaron Rodgers out of uh, Green Bay. We're not talking about Green Bay. No, we, We're not, not talking about Green Bay. You take uh, Tom Brady out of New England. Mm-hmm. We, we might have a coach station New because they have a coach. And Green Bay has a coach also, man, McCarthy. But the perception of where these guys play, you and I will get a lot of credit out of Wisconsin, but when it comes down to it, you might have to go to Wisconsin. You might have to go to Green Bay to uh, to move on to the NFC championship game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, you have the only person you have behind Aaron Rodgers right now is Brad Hundley. I mean, no, and he's on third. They got Tolazine, or but I'm not. I, he's a good talent. I, he, he's never playing. No, he's not I, I, I see Hundley jumping. Be. I see Hundley jumping, Scotty. For he's sure. Good talent. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a good talent. I think Hundley's on jumping. Hundley, Hundley's going to be. Hundley is uh Be the future. He is yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. He's going to wait and wait and wait and wait, and he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Not sure about that. I agree. And a side note: Arizona Cardinals right now are number one in the whole NFL for points for at 190. They're scoring. They're scoring. All I'm saying is Tom Brady, 11 touchdowns, no picks. Dang. No picks? <laughs> 11 touchdowns, no that's picks. So get, get off. Who's well, next? You know what? That's, how, that's how I was standing, too. But they got they do have a uh, – look at their – how they run their routes. They do a lot of pick routes without getting in, without getting any penalties. So <laughs> that, that no picks is – But then if you look at, look at passing well, yards, though. should be doing it. Mm-hmm. Brady Brady's down on number four for the passing yards, and who's number one? Andy Dalton, fifteen hundred. That's why they're undefeated. Hey, unfortunately, we got to get out of here. We out of time, um, but we will be discussing more football tomorrow. Uh, we will be back live in studio again. Dougie B, thanks you for making the trip. Yes, thank you for representing your, your Sun Devils. It <laughs> was good to be back. Kwame Lasseter, uh, hit me up, man, if you need to back up. We'll, we'll be there. <laughs> I don't need no backup. These hands good. <laughs> Hey, we got to get out of here. Demi Lachey, Kwame Laster, Dougie B. Uh, we'll catch you all tomorrow.
Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We'll be right back. 